0: Welcome everybody to the Locked On Lakers slash Nuggets podcast. This is a a rare crossover episode where Adam tolerates me for an extra 30 minutes over the course of his work week. Oh wow. <laughs> Adam, are you, are you ready for this? I'm gonna talk to you tonight today. Obviously, we're talking right now. And then again tomorrow. I know. It's
1: a little bit of the pregame for for the pregame's not as bad. The post-game will be tough tomorrow. If people don't know, Anthony and I, we host Locked On NBA on Friday, so that, that's what he's referring to. So if you're not already listening to that, I highly – do I highly recommend it? Yeah, I guess I highly recommend it. I highly I'm recommend it. it. It's a fun show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I You know, you're also
0: there, and then I just tell a bunch of jokes. Um, today – well, it's it's actually, for, for Locked On Lakers listeners, this is going to be a very Lakers-nuggets-centric two days. Adam and I are going to break down the matchup heading into it uh, in this episode. And then uh, Pete and I are going to react – post game to the game uh you know after it happens adam I, we'll, we'll start with the uh with the look at the matchup from a denver perspective here okay aside from you know current mvp favorite lebron james is there anything <laughs> is there anything uh, you guys i wish you guys could have seen adam's face for that but <laughs> but, but is there anything you know that 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 makes you think that this game will go significantly differently than the series that we just saw the two teams play only a few months ago.
1: Absolutely, Anthony. And my number one reason is because it is a regular season game. It's not <laughs> going to be anything like I think whatever happened to the playoffs, the Western Conference finals. I'm talking
0: about year. like from a basketball perspective, like, you know, taking, you know, are the, are the Nuggets sure. a very different team right now than they were a few months ago?
1: I think so, and I actually think the Lakers are as well. And this is the thing that happens every year where it feels like the same team, and the key pieces are there. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. like, oh, it's the same team. But there is a lot for both teams, but to speak to Denver, there is a lot that's changed on the edges um, that, that makes the team meaningfully different. And then also just, you know, last year in the playoffs, Denver was, I think, pretty close to peak form of Jokic and Jamal Murray, although maybe Jamal Murray, the latter in that Western Conference final, starting to run out of steam from back-to-back seven-game series. Right now, I think you have an even higher peak Jokic. He's playing the best basketball of his career, and that's saying something. And then Jamal Murray, who's kind of been like regular regular season Jamal Murray. So um, I, I do think there's a lot different between between that and, and this one. And I'm more curious just to see it from a Denver perspective. I'm just more curious to see Denver's slow and steady rise as a team more than i am oh how do they match up with the lakers right right now in january or february i guess we're in february
0: well, i think there's a good chance that both these teams are pretty different by the time they see each right. other again. exactly yep exactly <laughs> so like the, the the nuggets i i still contend uh now bradley beal has said that he doesn't want to be moved or that he would prefer to stay in in washington or whatever the phrasing of that was but i would still like to see are we buy in that no, me
1: neither. Like, I mean, look, no. here's the thing. I and mean, he's looked miserable. It almost looked like he's tried to make points. I think Bradley Beals is a good dude, whatever he wants, you know. I mean, mm-hmm i i do feel like there are scenarios where players you know have kind of given enough for or, or this or that and he's probably in it and as long as you continue to play hard and show up and look he's putting up he's leading the nba in scoring as long as you continue buy a lot. To do those by a lot <laughs> then you know i tend to say you know we'll see what happens you know <laughs> you let ownership know and management know what your desire is behind the closed doors don't make it a public fiasco and boom i think you're golden
0: yeah, I, f- I forget what the exact phrasing of it was. It was something like, you know, Bradley Beal is happy in Washington, right? But that can change. And then if he gets traded, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't be like, no, why did you? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't want to be on a winning team. This sucks. Uh, right. But anyway, so apart from you know from from the aspect of this, where both teams are going to change potentially significantly over the course of of the season, how big a loss is it? for this matchup as the two teams are constituted right now to not have Jeremy Grant?
1: Well, I think it's a pretty big loss. Jeremy did a really good, nice job. I thought guarding LeBron James and LeBron still was phenomenal. He was still the best player in that series. Um, But, you know, just having a guy that can maybe make it five or 10% more difficult is key. And I don't think Denver has that right now especially without Gary Harris and PJ Dozier, Denver's first two, probably their two best perimeter defenders are out. I don't know if you knew that with injury, they've been out um, now for a couple games. So, you know, that, that adds a whole other layer of wrinkle to it, but Denver, you look at who's likely to start tomorrow. And this is actually a big question for Denver. I think Monte Morris and Will Barton will start at the two and the three. Will Barton is 200 pounds, you know, maybe 210 pounds, but he's just so much smaller than LeBron that to say Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's your responsibility. That's not going to cut it. Or do you start Michael Porter and put him out there and say, okay, Michael Porter already. I think he's better defensively than people have given him credit for, but you know, his, his misses, his bad plays are really bad, but still guarding LeBron James. Yeah. He's not ready for that. He's still very much an entry level defender, not ready for that final boss. So Denver doesn't really have a guy in this game, but I think even when you look to the playoffs, if Denver doesn't make a trade at the trade deadline, I do look at that specific matchup and say, nobody stops LeBron, but Denver really is going to make things easy for him.
0: My last question before we move on to the Lakers aspect of this is what kind of season is Jamal Murray having, right? Because mm. we were thinking after the, that postseason that he had, that was going to launch him into super stardom, at least stardom. Right. right. And, and uh, it has seemed from the outside looking in that, he hasn't quite played up to that level, and, and and to start the year, he was significantly below that level. So where, where is he at now?
1: I think you can look at this from a couple different angles and, and kind of see what you want in Jamal Murray's season so far, but the bottom line statistically is that his numbers are identical to what they've been the last three years, almost identical. Same number of field goal attempts, same percentage, same rebounds, same assists, everything is the same. And you look at that and you think, well, Bubble Murray in the playoffs – was significantly better than regular season Murray here we are back to regular season and we're getting regular season Murray again and so I think you look at that and go okay noteworthy that he doesn't seem to be at that same level he he had been at in the bubble but the other thing and I think more important to me than the per game production is just the consistency Murray's now in his fifth season and with any young guards the difference I think between You know them being good young prospects and then taking that leap to being All-Stars is the ability to impact the game every single night and every single quarter and every single minute. And I think that's the thing with Jamal Murray. He's had moments in this regular season where he's been the best player on the court for an entire half, maybe three quarters of a game. But it just just seems to be still very up and down where his bad quarters and bad games, you almost forget he's out there. Um, So that's the thing with Murray that I think is a little disappointing this year is he doesn't look consistently like an All-Star player just some of the time. Is he is he
0: on an uptick? Is he? Do, do so he's you see... been
1: banged up. So one of the things yeah. about him, and this is why I give him a bit of a pass, is he, he's had a bunch of different not they weren't they're not injuries, just bumps and bruises. That just when you're enough. a guard, yeah, when you're that size and you're asked to carry that big of a uh, of a workload, that I, th- I think it makes it tough. So right now he's dealing with the shoulder injuries had his shoulder taped been wearing a a shooting shirt underneath and and different things and you could tell it's bothering him I think it's part of why he's passed up a lot of shots over the last few games he had an elbow injury the other day he he landed on his hip really really poorly and started walking with a limp so he just it's just a bunch of little things like that that aren't injuries but it, it looks like it zapped his burst a little bit but the thing that we should talk about before we go to the Lakers side of this that I think is the one thing that I think is makes this game more interesting than just any other game. Cause I actually do think it's mostly any other game for both teams. But the one thing that I'm, I am looking for, Jokic is at such a different level than I've ever seen. He's averaging 27 points per game. He's never averaged more than 20. I think 21 last year, roughly. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I thought 27 was out of the question. He's aggressive. He's skinnier than ever. He's mobile. He's confident. He's going at guys. And I've always said the one guy he hasn't sort of had his way with consistently in the NBA yet is Anthony Davis. Who's just a little bit more long, a little bit more mobile and, you know, s- skilled. So that's the one guy. And I don't think Jokic has been bad against Anthony Davis. Like he's also, they, he just hasn't been dominant the way he is against say a Rudy Gobert or some of the mm-hmm. other high name players. So I am curious to see just that matchup, even though I don't, I'm not sure if those guys are going to be guarding each other one-on-one like it's that. Mean a lot I us all. Yeah. And so I'm, but I am curious to see how though that equation works out and if Jokic is aggressive against him, if he seems to have figured something out. And then of course you mentioned Mantras Harold, Mark Gasol, the new pieces, Dwight Howard gave Jokic a hard time in large part because he kept fouling Jokic out of the games. And I'm curious to see if the dynamic is the same lesser impact, greater impact with completely different types of defenders in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm obviously very nervous to play, you know, going against Jokic because of how well he's playing. The guy that the, the, the kind of X factor in here, and we kind of touched on him earlier, was Michael Porter Jr. He's like the exact type of player who gives the Lakers problems on defense, like the exact player. Springy, can shoot. He's already scoring really efficiently. Uh, we saw what Tobias Harris did to the Lakers, hit that game winner and, and, and looked very comfortable throughout the game. And I think Michael Porter Jr. is like a, a better scoring version of, of Tobias Harris. And So, so is, that, is that a matchup? Will, will, will MPJ get enough opportunity to really give the Lakers as
1: big a problem as he can? You never know. I mean, he scores as quickly as anybody in the NBA. I mean, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, like when he gets going three, four threes in a row is not out of the question with him. And so the thing with Michael Porter has been, he hasn't really fully integrated himself into the flow of the offense just yet. That's obviously going to be a work in progress. He's still, his learning curve is still very steep. And then on the defensive end, you know, he's A tendency to be a high mistake guy, even though I think those mistakes can be overstated when they do happen. They're egregious. And so he's a guy that if he has an A plus game, we're talking 30 points. If he has a a D minus game, we're talking four points, seven points, 10 points. And so he's (laughs) just such a high variable player right now because he's still figuring out who and what he is.
0: Interesting. All right, let's take a quick second here. When we come back, uh, we'll have Adam pick my brain about the uh, matchup from, from Nuggets' perspective looking at the Lakers and what the Literally Lakers Literally nothing
1: like. I want to know about the Lakers, but I'll ask you questions. <laughs> anyway.
0: Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today in a daily podcast breaking down the biggest sto- news stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On today wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com where you will visit a family business that has been doing this for over two decades now. Uh, and you are going to find the best collection of parts that you can possibly find on the internet. Uh, it is getting insane. <laughs> the 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 more high tech these cars get, the more difficult it is to find the proper part. And that makes it all the easier for the big companies to mark up all of the parts that you might need should anything go wrong with your car. Well, rockauto.com is here to help you avoid all of those kinds of messes uh, as best you can. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil. Uh, Your car needs carpet, they have that too. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to ca- to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, and prices you prefer. And most importantly, the prices you see are going to be the same for everybody regardless of your driving background. So again, head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck, and then write LOCKED ON in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, so I've, I've carved out, you know, the rest of my afternoon, so ask
1: away, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious because this season has been so weird and, and, and so wonky, and I know, th- I think the Nuggets and Lakers are now separated by one game in the standings, which, yeah. I mean, all the way up until this point, you, people talk about the NBA standings as if, you know, oh my God, these outlier, prof-, you know, no, like this season's going to be up and down, I think the whole way through, so mm-hmm. actually it's two games, It's two. it's a healthy two games um lakers have played two more games than the nuggets too somehow that's crazy um they haven't
0: had any postponements you guys just had one
1: well i guess that's true we did just have just have one and then i saw on our schedule on the schedule for denver i think they play every other day or more all the way up until the all-star break or something like that (laughs) it's ridiculous so it's going to be a little bit of a run here where they they don't get a rest but um starting with thursday's game but I'm just curious if you feel like this game has any extra meaning based on the fact that they met in the Western conference finals or not.
0: I've been, I was, uh, this was actually one of the things I was thinking about heading into this conversation was like, is this, is this Clippers Lakers? Is this, it isn't Celtics Lakers, you know, it, it, but, but it's not even like I, it kind of feels like if the Lakers were to see the heat again, you mm-hmm. know, they saw, they met each other in the finals, but I don't think either team particularly cares much about the other one. Um, And and that goes both ways. Like, I don't think, you know, most teams get up, to play the Lakers but I don't think like Jokic had it circled I don't think he really circles games unless it's like against <laughs> definitely does not
1: I don't <laughs> think he learns about
0: games until like the morning <laughs> He's, oh this is <laughs> who we're playing He all right. gets to shoot around and it's like oh okay all right
1: Lakers huh
0: all right that's the uniform they're wearing okay uh, but, but yeah I don't I don't know that it's it it means anything more I do think like the thing that I'm kind of keeping my eye on the Lakers are just coming off of this long road trip and we saw them not necessarily struggle with, but you know, that, that Hawks game was closer than it would normally be in a vacuum. Right. Mm. And, and I think with the Lakers playing their first game after being on that long road trip and that first home game afterward can be kind of a slog. Um, And then, and then on top of that, the Lakers just haven't been very good at home this year anyway. And, and so I I think those, those things are going to be factors here. Uh, But, but, I'll be interesting to see. I'll, I'll be interested to see how AD handles this because, like in terms of big matchups to this point, it hasn't really been. You know, a lot of the major matchups that he's had have actually kind of had their way with Anthony Davis to this point in the season. Uh, he's had good games. Don't get me wrong. Chicago, he played. You know, scored thirty-seven points through three quarters uh, against Boston. He had twenty and ten before halftime, but. You know, Giannis really took it to him. Embiid kind of took it to him. And and I'll be curious to see, like, is, is that trend going to continue here with Jokic in those moments where they're up against each other?
1: Yeah. It will be interesting. How much does he play center right now?
0: He, I mean, it, he plays down the stretch. He, he plays center down the stretch. So you got about, you know, five minutes there in close games. And then maybe... Three four minutes on either side of the half, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Paul is playing about twenty minutes a game. The thing that the Lakers are doing that's frankly maddening is they're, <laughs> they're even when in moments where AD and Montrez Harrell are on the court together, Harrell is actually guarding the bigger player,
1: and mm, and AD right.
0: is out there on the perimeter. And I just I don't I don't think that's really benefited either player particularly much. Uh, so if that trend continues, you're still looking at, you know,
1: tops eight minutes or so. Utah tried to do that, by the way, um, this last game. Denver played Utah and broke mm-hmm. their 11-game win streak. Denver Utah got a little cute and tried Bogdanovich on Jokic and then having Ro- Rudy Gobert as just a help side guy. And one of the things that's interesting about that is, one, I mean, Jokic obviously went for 47 points, and 33 points in the first half, 22 in the first quarter. So the (laughs) the strategy as a one-on-one strategy didn't really work. But then what was interesting was Jokic didn't just go down to the post and post up bogdanovich mm-hmm. he put him in pick and rolls as well he was out on the perimeter knocking down three point like they they emphasize going inside when they had an opportunity but they didn't just solely do it and so i'm curious with that if the lakers are a different beast and anthony davis a little bit more even mobile and then also it should be noted denver shot 64 from three in that game against utah that also contributed to their 20 point win but i i am curious if if the lakers try that if Jokic would have similar success because we saw in the playoffs what happens when you try to guard him with Montrezaro that Jokic, Jokic was very comfortable with that one-on-one matchup. Does Jokic care about the MVP? Like, is that something that he he, he really deeply wants? I think more than people let on. I think it's like, yeah, he would, he, I, I, I've, I've told people this all the time. I think some, uh, there was an awakening in Jokic within the last year and a half, maybe two years that it's kind of started, mm-hmm. but in, in earnest over the last year or so where he's been good. And I think he's kind of been like, this is awesome. I'm good at basketball. Like, I'm great even at this level. But I think there's been this extra motivation of like, wow, I'm actually closer to being the best, you know, in the league or the MVP or uh, the, uh, you know, competing with the LeBrons and Anthony Davis of the worlds than maybe he ever realized. And then once he got to that level, it became, okay, I'm close enough. I, I, I owe it to myself to try to see if I can do it. And so I think over the last year, Jokic has become extra motivated, not so much in about awards, because we know he doesn't like attention, but I think more just in like for himself, I think it's meaningful that he compares himself to LeBron and to Anthony Davis. Cause he wants to be as good as those guys or better.
0: Yeah. I, I saw his quote about the all-star game and that, that struck me as interesting, right? Because he, he also tied it back to his Serbian roots and right. saying that it would, it would, be absolutely. Im- it would be important for him to represent his country in that game and his city in
1: that game. And he, he realizes he's repre- he's a representative of a lot of different things. Europe yeah. Europeans, big men, you know, mm-hmm. Serbians, all that. Yeah.
0: That the, the reason I ask is because like, it's, it's been, it's been a trend that Pete and I have talked about on this show quite a bit is this notion that AD, I put money down on him as an MVP candidate. I think he was like 12 to 12 to one. And I put like 10 bucks down. So I said, well, it, that seems like good value, and then he came into the season and he didn't look like he particularly cared about it all that much. Now he's picked right. things up a little bit, um, and and you know, like I said, he's had those couple big games. I'm I'm curious though, like if if Jokic really starts the game by. They maybe not even if it isn't head to head, just like outshining him. Period at a similar position. P- position, if that's something that either of those players really take personally, it. it, it I hope they do. I, I enjoy basketball a lot the, the, more the when, thing when, is when those what- matchups care.
1: The thing is when, usually when you say that, what you think of is like scoring and I don't think Jokic is ever going to try to score more than what presents it. I just think that will he approach this game with focus and and these types of things for sure. But if they're going to double him, he's going to pass. If they're going to single cover him, he's going to score. He's going to try to score. So I, I, but I, I don't know that his stats will pop off any differently than what, what they usually do. I just think he's been engaged this year. He has not taken a game off physically or mentally. Like You know, in years past, Jokic has had maybe every, it's not often, but maybe every 10th, 11th, 12th game, you could be like, yeah, Jokic just didn't feel like it tonight. He looks tired or he looks annoyed or he looks frustrated. Mm -hmm. He hasn't had any of those. He's kind of like, no matter how frustrated he's been, you could tell he comes back in in the fourth quarter, no matter what, and goes for it as hard as he can. And it's been cool to see that, that level of acceptance of that responsibility.
0: You know, I've noticed that on Locked On NBA. You haven't taken this <laughs> show off. It's been, it's been interesting. All right, let's take one more second here. When we come back, I want to broaden the spectrum here a little bit and look at the direction that both these teams you know, seem to be heading in. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is also brought to you in part by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code On for a 50% deposit bonus. Today's bet of the day uh, is one that you guys are probably going to be a little angry at me for, but the Lakers play the Nuggets. Nuggets are, are playing really good basketball. They just blew out the Jazz a little bit ago. Lakers uh, just came home from that super long road trip. Lakers are giving up five and a half points, uh, but the line I'm looking at here is actually Denver uh, being their, their money line is plus 190. So you can basically, you know, just about get two for one money if if Denver wins this thing. And Denver is too good a team against almost anybody uh, to be giving, you know, to to be getting that good of odds. So. Uh, I personally may or may not have thrown a couple doll hairs on, on this one. Uh, and as much as it pains me to bet against the Lakers, this is one that, you know, it's just, it's it's a value bet is, is what it is. And I'll be happy to be wrong if that is how that goes. If you want to follow me or fade me, you can do so at betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% deposit bonus. They have everything you could possibly be looking for heading into this big weekend. They have all kinds of games, uh, whether it's basketball, of the pro or college variety. You name it, they got it. So if you're going to do so, though, please gamble responsibly. Today's show is brought to you in part by CBDMD. January is important in setting the tone for the new year, and in 2021, that has never been more true. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD are here to give you the support you need to conquer your New Year's resolutions and make this year your best one yet. And if those resolutions happen to involve fitness, they've got a brand new topical product that'll keep you moving all year long. CBD Retrieve with Lidocaine fuses CBD's hybrid broad-spectrum formula with fast-acting lidocaine to help provide temporary relief for minor aches and pains. And with the new bag-on valve spray technology, relief can be applied comfortably at any angle, even upside down, and make it... Even easier to get the year started off right, they've offered all our listeners 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 20% off your purchase of superior CBD products only from CBDMD.
1: So, you always, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say before we get started though, can I just ask you what beats the Lakers? Like, where are they vulnerable? What what type of team or type of player seems to give him problems this year?
0: Well, those big wings, right? We saw it with Tobias oh, Harris. Well. We saw, <laughs> we saw, we saw it with the the Boston Celtics wings, right? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both had pretty good games against the Lakers. Uh, I'm, <laughs> it terrifies me to think what Kevin Durant might do, <laughs> mm, yeah. uh, given the season that he's had to this point. Giannis didn't. Uh, Giannis was a little bit more frustrated more often against the Lakers. Uh, I think the fact that he just still can't shoot, uh, you know, without it looking really clunky, I think that helps the Lakers. But MPJ, like, if he if he hits one of those streaks, if he gets into a rhythm, that's something that you know could really swing this this matchup, it, not just in this game, but but over the course of a series. Like, that's if I'm if I'm a Nuggets fan, the thing that I'm paying the absolute most attention to this year, on top of Jokic having this mvp type season is is mpj's development because that that you know what that might mean for the lakers we saw it last year in the in the series that jeremy grant had against the lakers too that you know in games that he played really well and those tended to be the ones that that denver really pushed the lakers in so that's those are the type of players that the the team that's reliant on those type of players. Th- those are the ones that really
1: give the Lakers problems. Did Jamichael Green guard Anthony Davis at all last year in the Lakers Clippers matchups, and how did that go off, from your memory? Some, I always
0: thought like every time I watched Jamichael Green, I think that he should be playing more. Um, <laughs> like uh, every time it, I see him play, it is weird
1: I, that he's like a 25 minute per game player. Cause yeah, he yeah. seems to be good enough to be a 30 minute per game player.
0: Yeah. Every, every, with every team that he's been on, right. Cause he was with, oh. did he start with Memphis? I think he started with Memphis.
1: Yeah. Well, I think he was drafted, I believe by San Antonio, but played with Memphis. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and in Memphis, I liked him there. And then when he went to the Clippers, I really liked him there. Uh, he ran into that kind of minutes crunch with Montrez and with Zubots there. And, and that really kind of got in the way, but the, the thing that he did that gave the Lakers problems as they were constructed last year was he stretched them out and right. Dwight right. Howard and JaVale McGee didn't want to go out and, and pay attention to him out there. And uh, you know, that's one thing that if, if Jokic is being aggressive and taking three pointers when they're presented to him and he forces Gasol out onto the perimeter, that's when you might actually start to see some of AD go out to try to you know, that's when you might see the switch is forced on the Lakers to where AD now has to guard Jokic because Gasol doesn't want to go out that far onto the perimeter. Right. And then, and then, like, you know, if, if there are any minutes where, where Montrez Harrell has to guard Jokic, it's just it, those, those are going to be ugly minutes.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: But yeah, I, from, from like a defensive perspective, no, I like he never really bothered him. Uh, it was it's tough because AD was so different in the postseason than he was in the regular season, especially against the Clippers. He was shooting so well in the bubble that it didn't matter who was really guarding him, and he shot the ball pretty well so far this season in the mid range and stuff. Uh, Jermichael Green is not tall enough to really bother him. Right, right. I think you guys might miss Plumlee in this in this matchup quite a bit.
1: Interesting, interesting.
0: He, I think he hurt the Lakers with offensive
1: boards and and just being big enough to 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 get up and contest AD. Yeah. The Nuggets brought in Isaiah Hartenstein and he played well and then just stopped playing. So I'm I'm really curious if he's just not a guy Malone trusts at all. What um what
0: what would you consider a successful season for Denver? You're talking into the postseason as well. Yeah, just you know. Do they they have to improve on, do they have to like match last year's Western conference run? Do they have to improve on it? Like what what are you
1: looking at there? I I get asked this one a lot because the nuggets every year have gotten better and gone further. And now going further would mean making it to the finals. And I think if you just look at that, you'd say, okay, is it disappointing if they don't do that? I don't know, because I don't think anybody's predicting them, myself included to go that far. But um, for me, it was always about growth and it's always about the nuggets moving towards something. And this year the clearest way for that to take place is with michael porter junior becoming a part of the team it really does feel like the nuggets are a band and they've got this one soloist who's really great but he just doesn't mm-hmm. play the same genre of music and they're like okay we're trying to we're trying to figure out how to cl- how to blend these two and you need to kind of play our style over here a little you know the blending needs to happen with you a little bit more than with us and so that's always been a, i think if you get to the end of the year even if you lose in the second round say but you know you look at it and you go you know what starting the season next year Michael Porter Jr is in he's got it he's part of the team they all get it that's that's it then and then i think that's that would still be a win so those things i look at jokic i am you know me i'm his biggest supporter i never would have thought he'd average 27 points per game in any any season and that might drop still but the fact that he is now looking like not just an all-around player but also a guy that can be a top 10 scorer in the nba that that just makes me think oh okay denver you know, maybe their ceiling is even higher just with him because he's capable of being the number one scorer in a playoff series with other great players, not just all, the best all around or whatever. So, those things are, I think it's just more about growth for the Nuggets.
0: Have you seen anything from them? Like, let's say the Lakers and Nuggets meet again, whether it's in the first, or it won't be in the first round, but in the second round or in the Western Conference finals. Sure. Uh, if they push the Lakers further, because I believe the, the the series went what five games, five, yeah, five, five, five games. games. So would you would you have you seen anything from the Nuggets to make you think that they would push the Lakers further than they did last year?
1: Well, I mean, last year Anthony Davis hits that game winner, right? That mm-hmm. that was one of the games that goes that way, and I think all the others except for the final closeout game were all if you just paused it with five minutes to go, you'd say okay, game's in, in balance. So I don't I don't know. Like I, you can get. I think you can make yourself. I think you can fool yourself when you start going, well, they got to take him to six or seven, because yeah. I don't know if that's real progress or if that just means the ball bounced. Like this, in one game. <laughs> you win yeah. an extra
0: game, but you get blown out in that six game.
1: Exactly. Like what's in hand, one hand out the other? So um, I, it really is just about Denver. I mean, last year, what was so the defining trait of last year was that Jamal Murray, for the first time, played like a superstar, not just a star, but he played inside the playoffs like a superstar. So that was, again, I look back and I go, no matter what else happened, that's forward progress the nuggets getting michael porter junior would be you know into the offense would be forward progress and whatever the season finishes as to me that's how you'd grade success or failure
0: it's interesting i like this matchup a lot i i it's it's kind of a bummer that i don't think either team really cares about the other well they play yet. each other
1: twice in a week and a half i think they play again on valentine's yeah. day so i can't believe uh, as hard as i try I, you're always my valentine I- anthony i try to get i try to get with the family i got i yeah. got the daughters i got the wife but no valentine's day it's always me and you together do you,
0: do you want the the heart-shaped chocolate chip cookie this year do you want do you, would you <laughs> some flowers, flowers would be nice So okay, you some want-
1: flowers would be nice <laughs> When you know the they do say give people flowers. their flowers.
0: <laughs> I, I do often hear on Twitter that Adam Modis deserves his flowers. We need to give Adam Modis his flowers his, or, or, <laughs> sooner rather than later. So, I'll send you I'll send you a single red rose. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to do it for this now super weird episode of the Lockdown Lakers podcast. Check out
1: Lockdown NBA though Friday after the yes. game. So it's a TNT marquee game. All eyes will be on it. You're going to want to hear from the experts. That's me and well that's me. You'll hear from me and Anthony. It'll be you guys can hear from one expert and Anthony on the game.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I it's not even all that untrue. Uh <laughs> I can't wait for this, though. Both teams have plenty of rest. There's no reason why they wouldn't care about it other than it's one of 72. But, but right, right, right. You know, I, I just I, I hope that we get to see, you know, both it'll teams be at game. least like a, a B-plus game from both teams. That's what I would like to see. We might even see Bowl Bowl. You never know. <laughs> a Bowl-plus game? <laughs> <laughs> we might get it. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Make somebody else's. Pete and I will talk to you tomorrow.